The following program may be explicit. And he's a laser-plated hero, a big white castanet, and if you don't deny the show, he may just stand in debt. Don't forget about his factory, family, and more. And this is his last day, oh, let's just try to You're listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon and fear. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to season twenty-one, episode one of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. This is Tappy. This is Gina. I'm Joey. It's Tappy. It's Tappy. Hey, everybody! So Long time no see. Where have you been? <laughs> Uh, I have been in a four-year-long Fallout 4 LARP. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> the deprogramming worked okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, yeah, I spent um, about four years out um, in a experimental, sustainable, habitable art installation. Uh, that's wow. called East Jesus. It's a term for the middle of nowhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's part of Slab City, which is a homeless encampment down by the southeastern shore of the Salton Sea, where there's absolutely nothing mm-hmm. except for the hobos. Yeah. No, no running water? No running water. Nope. Whoa. So it really taught me a lot about, you know, how uh, an encampment would work in a post-apocalyptic setting. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you, have, you have these five things, well, really six things in a, in a fantasy, well, not fantasy, but a, a Fallout 4 setting. And that'd be power, clean water, food security habitation, and sanitation. Mm-hmm. You need to meet all of those five things. Those are always on your mind. And the sixth one is physical security. Right. So that's the people with guns. Right. Um, <laughs> well, I had to do that a couple times. Uh-huh. Um, I did get shot at once. But, uh, but they missed. But they missed. Excellent. So it was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. But uh, yeah, like power, how you generate power and everything yeah. is... I mean, that's a big problem because having power makes a whole lot of other things super easy, um, like education. Food mm-hmm. security. Food security. Super yeah. important. When we first got there, they were using coolers. And uh, so we ended up getting, um, we upped the power system so that we could have these two um, chest freezers. Mm-hmm. One is uh, a freezer and the other is a refrigerator. Okay. Because a refrigerator chest freezer runs on 0.8 amps as opposed to a regular refrigerator that runs on 5 Oh, oh what? Well, that makes sense because yeah. Really? The, yeah, when you open it, all yeah. of the yeah, the, yeah, mm-hmm. and all the also chest Heat freezers rises, are so if it super, opens super, in the top. yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. So I stuff like that. Um, it also makes me just kind of get annoyed at games like Fallout Four. They make it so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Just oh, I'll just yeah, we'll just build this thing right here. Oh no problem. Second level, yeah, no sweat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like no. Yeah, no. but yeah, so. Learning how to make explosive targets and doing Molotov cocktail skeet shooting. Awesome! Yeah, it's that cool. Is awesome. <laughs> that must be the best part. Is you don't have to. If you, we're going to go out shooting, and you just walk way out. And yeah. Just go mm-hmm. shooting. And yeah, discharging firearms in a non-urban environment turns out is really easy and uh, not dangerous. Right. So you have to go to the shooting range. That's fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a clothing optional shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> You can wear you. You need to wear the things that aren't optional are eye protection, yes, ear, ear protection, right. and closed-toed shoes. Yes, but the rest of it, everything's up. Everything else is up to you. If you put a, if you put a few magazines through like an AR, 
those rounds are going to come out hot. Yes, and that's why not wearing clothes is important because you know the only times you get burned is when it gets trapped. Between right. Oh. I'm fucking with my my mic there. Bounces. Uh, yeah, so it just bounces off you, Oops. and it doesn't have the the chance to burn you. Right. So yeah, it's it really is for safety. <laughs> okay. Safety. Fifty seventh. All right. In this episode of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, mm-hmm. we're, our continuing GM tips, we'll be discussing downtime role-playing. Uh, Sam and Lakewood asked for some building adventure-building advice. Yuho, Yuho from Finland Yuho. asks about letting players narrate successes. And Don from, in Pittsburgh asks about breaking in a new guy. But first, if you would like to eat <laughs> <I know. laughs> Wait, wrong you podcast. Know, I like these lights. It? They're warmer, but it's also harder to read. It is. Mm. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We could use some more. Uh, we're on Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all one word. And we're also on Instagram, apparently. Happyjacksrpg, all oh, one yeah. word. Mm-hmm. And Facebook, you can just search for Facebook. And if you want to watch the show live, we do the show at 8 p.m. on Friday nights, Pacific time. And you can watch, go to happyjacks.org slash live. That's happyjacks.org slash live. And there's the YouTube, or the, not the YouTube, the Twitch video. And I think the Twitch chat is embedded on there as well. You can also watch us on YouTube if you want. Happyjacks.org slash YouTube. If, you, if you're more of a YouTube person. A YouTuber. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. Oh, we've got a gaming convention coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, February 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th at the LAX Hilton, Hilton? Hilton Hotel. Yeah. Uh, President's Day weekend, strategicon.net. If you want information about that, we'll be there. We'll be doing a show on Saturday at 8 p.m., as we tend to do. Do you have games in? Yeah, I got Traveler Games. Um, I may make some pre gens. I was thinking about. I want to give the players the opportunity to make a Mongoose Traveler character, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about just having them go through a term. Mm hmm. And then giving them like skill arrays, they can just pick some skills off of to sort of oh, okay. fill out their characters. Mm-hmm. So we're not spending all four hours trying to make characters. Are yep. you basing the array on what class or what job they had? Uh, well, I'm probably going to use the, the what do they call those things? They have those skill skill packages hmm. where they say if you're going to have a merchant game, here's a skill package. If it's right. a mercenary game, here's a skill package. I'm thinking about doing it that way. And having it like a limited number of them. So like, here's three gun combats, and mm-hmm. here's you know, two tactics. Right. So it can't be like we all have guns but can do nothing else. Right. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm gonna just throw away my <laughs> yeah. game. Right. Uh, the I, I, exactly. I, I have I have very little hope of finishing that adventure because the adventure is basically they get into into a place. Well, I won't say because I'm spoiling. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it it's one of those things that. Mm, might really be a two session thing, but ne- not necessarily. Depending on what kind of solution they come up with, they might be able to do it fast. Be, be brave, run two sessions. I, well, I've already. I, I can't. I don't want to run three games. The other thing I'm running uh, okay, is okay. Um, uh, it's called Arkendale, and it's mm-hmm. it's the sort of like the scale down moment of truth rules for kids. Oh, okay. And we're gonna do character generation in that as well. That's why all oh, my games are cool. done. That sounds that sounds awful. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's point by and it's easy. It's oh, okay. Really, it's really easy. Um, so you basically say what uh, you have four stats. What stat are you good, r- really good at? What stat are you good at? What stat are you okay at? And what are you not so good at? And then you put numbers down. You know, four, three, two, one for those. And then you roll a die. And if you roll one, two, three, or four, you get 
you pick which stat that, that it gets increased by one. Mm. Or if you roll a five or a six, because there's only four stats, yeah. you just pick which one you want to increase. Mm. Oh, there you go. Uh, and then skills, you get... Uh, there's, a, there's a limited number of skills. There's only like 15 skills in the game, roughly. Okay. They're very general. Um, but it's got this, this, the same dice pool mechanic. And uh, there's magic. Magic is reasonably common. And okay. there's, there's like a, a few lists of spells. I'm going to make like... Spell cards that spell have cards are really helpful, uh-huh. especially on convention. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, yeah. I, I'm I'm not expecting. Uh, it's a playtest. I've never playtested. I mean, I playtested the mm-hmm. base game, so I, the 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 mathematics of the rules should be fine. But it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, definitely, awesome. That's yeah. Um, and that's it. And then I, I don't like running more than two games. I ran three once, and it gets a little hectic. And running two games gets hectic. Right. Well, <laughs> then they have to go prep for yeah. the show. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, tr- we're going to try to stream the show again live. Oh, yeah? Show, because it, I think Kimmy did it when she yeah. did uh, GameX, uh-huh. the uh, yeah. Maycon, yep. which we're never at. Or I'm, I'm never at. Yeah. But um, I think it we're seemed- probably going to pro- probably try to do that again. It seemed like it worked well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably use this my new laptop for the to stream out because this thing is fancy. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's speaking of fancy. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've improved the digs. Oh yeah. No we more. Were, we were like couch. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, All yeah. shoved together in a closet. Yeah. No more Civil War couch oh, and yoga ball. Civil War couch. Yeah. That's now my daughter's bed. Oh, is it? She really? loves that thing. Yeah. Well, it, I'm it, not surprised. That it, doesn't shock me. It turns out, it's a hide a bed. It's like a 19th century hide-a-bed. Oh, really? When it's pushed in, the slats are like this. They're like they're staggered, which is why it's so uncomfortable. Ah! But when you pull the thing out and you turn it into a bed, all the slats flatten out, and it's perfectly flat. Sit a mattress on it. She's like, "Oh, this is incredibly comfortable." So, in, unlike most hide-a-beds that are shitty beds, but okay couches, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. bed, but a shit couch. Yes. Yeah. It's very different back in Civil War. Cushioned by ghosts. Right. <laughs> Cushioned by goats. Ghosts. Oh. Yeah. That's even less comfortable. I know. Because they're supposed to be ghosts, right? Well, yeah, Civil War soldiers supposedly died on it. Yeah. Probably see, because it was so uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> We had they a uh, been shot or anything. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they were just like, "Oh my dear God!" We had a uh, World War II mortician's table. Oh really? Yeah, that thing is super rad. That's was it stainless steel or no? No, it's wood. Oh no! no <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, yeah it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> was it like f- finished or it was finished? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, red wine. Because it's still gonna soak in, huh? Yeah, yeah. There's probably some like horrible. You know, eighty-year-old bacteria. In there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, living the dream. Yeah. So I wanted to um, for, for, for the topic because we're, we're drinking still doing wine, that. not beer, too. I know. I'm drinking beer. Well, there's beer in the refrigerator. I, this oh, yeah. one was yours, but oh, that's mine. Okay. I yeah. had to bring. Uh, well, it's not champagne, but it's sparkling wine because I I didn't get to imbibe on the right on the. There's still three party, bottles so. in the coolers outside. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, please do. I'm not going to. Complain that there's wine, but it's yeah. just a change. Yeah, that there's wine. no. We have good. we have beer too, but yeah, cool. Uh, I wanted to talk. Uh, we're uh, con- on, continuing our, our, our GM our GM skills uh, mm. series. I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about uh, downtime role playing. That is the stuff that happens away from the table and in between sessions. So maybe it happens by text, or it happens over Slack, or by email, or on your Facebook group, or whatever, or or phone conversations, or however you do it. And I, I want to talk about 
the value of it and what kind of parameters you set around it and what sort of things you use it for. Does anyone, does anyone have any ex more uh, experiences about w dealing with downtime role-playing that you would like to... Well, I know in my one of the first uh, games I played outside of D and D, it was a uh, a mage LARP. We did a lot of downtime because the like, world darkness kind of lends itself to that downtime role playing. And uh, you know, all of your characters as a mage, or you're a mage when you're with the other mages, and you're a, kind of a regular human when you're not. A mage LARP. Yeah. A lot of sandbags. I know. No, <laughs> no cause we were actually all all delegates from the different towers. Uh, I can't remember the exact mythology oh, at that man. point. It was a long time ago. But trying to establish a new council of nine. I think someone assassinated the council of nine, so we were trying to establish a new council. Oh, wow. So you have, like, tons and tons and tons of spheres, too. Oh, yeah. Which means that, oh, I'm just going to make a new house right there. Right. Cool. I'm well, like, oh, fuck, okay, we got to build this. Was, <laughs> you got a lot all, of downtime. Yeah. <laughs> all the players very experienced at it. I was kind of brought in by someone else, so I was brought in almost as an acolyte to uh -huh. the whole thing. So I'm like, I'm a new mage. So it was very easy for me to kind of be like, I don't know what's going on, and understand that. But... Um, a lot of that game was in downtime. It was, okay, we played, you know, every week, every Friday. What did your character mm -hmm. do over the week? Uh, and uh, my character was really interested in finding out about the secret society. So, like, I want to find out about the secret society. It's like, okay, great. So, I would get emails from the storyteller from the secret society, and we would role play that mm -hmm. through email. And I found that really, really helpful. A lot of LARPs, it seems, I've never, I haven't played in one since I ran Killer mm -hmm. in high school, but a lot of LARPs <laughs> seem to be, uh, rely a lot on downtime. Yeah. It seems um, like that too. Mm. Have you LARPed? Oh, yeah. And a lot of times in LARPs, it seems. Outside of East Jesus. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't actually a LARP. Okay. That was I a joke. know. <laughs> it was Just, real life. Um, um, yeah, and in most LARPs that I've been in, uh, there are a core group of people who are friends with the guy who's running the game, and they're playing that game. And then everybody else is kind of Trying. playing NPCs in their game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so... Hashtag truth. They don't, they don't care. The game master doesn't care what you're doing when you're not interacting with his core of characters. Mm -hmm. So you can just fuck off and do whatever. You can do your thing. <laughs> and so everything, in my opinion, kind of everything's downtime in LARPs. And also in LARPs, if you're going to do something when there isn't a game going on, uh -huh. that's really difficult. So you can describe or talk to Game Master like, what do you do? Well, I did these things. Okay, cool. I'll put that in the folder. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I love is my mimes actually transfer now. Right. Well, to the people who are who, who oh, watch yeah, the people videos. who watch it. We still, okay. There's still oh, yeah. far more people that are listening. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, they can feel left out. Just <laughs> um. Mind, uh, thrown away, thrown away the yeah. thing that somebody had just written. Exactly. Now, do you think? Do you th just on a slight tangent? Do you think is that uh, the paradigm you're describing in the LARPs being there's the inner circle of the of the storyteller's friends, and then everyone else is that a result of the LARP having a lot of people? Usually, okay. Like you just can't like game master what everybody wants to do, right? And it's also still kind of like the style of role-playing where somebody has come up with a story and mm. is running people through it, as opposed to some of the more uh, loosey-goosey, yeah. um, playing-to-see-what-happens yep. kind of games. Right. But it also, I think it lets the people who are playing NPCs have that 
let's play to see what happened kind of game mm-hmm. uh, within the structure of somebody else's game. No, and, but it's kind of fun. And also, I mean, and, and you, you mo- it was mostly vampire lives that you played, yeah. right? Okay. Oh, and also, I have there was a, a tip. I figured something out to make sure that you're actually uh, written into all of the storylines, and that's hang out with Jessica Drew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you hang out with her, right? Oh. Stuff just happens around you, right? Oh, yeah, that's because she's strong and gorgeous. Oh, the patriarchy. <laughs> the the um. Because the, the thing, the, the thing, that I, uh-huh. the, thing that, the thing I always kind of assumed, especially having just finished running a vampire game, uh, the maneuvering and manipulation of the other player characters. It seems if you had a large enough group, you, I mean, you you probably need to have something in your back pocket story wise. But a lot of times, I would think the game's gonna happen it's in its own way especially if you have a situation where you start the game and the prince has been killed and there's right. that there's a power yeah. void or something exactly um one of the problems that does tend to happen is players who are super powerful just getting everything they ever wanted like mm-hmm. i'm i bluffed my way into that group once um i made a city gangrel that had uh what was it uh, jack of all trades so I could do I could get a skill of anything if I wanted to mm-hmm. and so I just kind of bluffed my way and that I could do all this badass bullshit and and uh, ended up like hanging out with these fourth generation vampires who are like okay cool okay well I got two retainers that you can eat and that'll get you up to 11th generation and then um, that guy over yeah. there they're he's twinking got, you yeah and they're just fucking <laughs> twinking me out and so yeah. like this thing it's like oh great I have everything I ever wanted well I guess I don't need to play anymore right <laughs> and I, no, I quit absolutely. the game after they like spent all their Reese's on, on me I was like it's been swell but swelling's gone down right <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. The only oh. time I've ever done it is when uh, during the session, like say you're playing a four-hour or five-hour session every couple of weeks, and just uh, depending on where the spotlight fell in that session, there were things I wanted to do or interact with a certain NPC. Uh, usually it's an NPC or do a thing, uh, and then that'll just happen offline because I can tell as a player that I don't want to continue to just like... I don't know, RP masturbate mm. through the session, and right. we've kind of had right. enough of those. You'll masturbate on your own time. Exactly. God fucking Hence damn it. That's why it's, <laughs> lo- it's, yeah, it's the lonely fun. So, yeah. so, so, so getting back to, to downtime mm-hmm. RP and stuff like that, um, the, what, uh, in a tabletop setting, because this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. What, are, what are the things that you think uh, are most suited for doing down at a downtime situation rather than at the table um heist games really or like uh yeah. if you especially uh cyberpunk or Shadowrun. i was gonna say cyberpunk like all the like the all intel of the gathering? stuff yeah all the intel ah. stuff you do that and so it can be you do that beforehand and then the game is actually like putting letting Pulling all the those yeah. things fall right. down oh and okay. that can be really really cool and really really fun um, and I like Google Hangouts for everything, mm-hmm. and so doing that. But even if people are busy, just texting throughout the week right. can be really good. That's what I was going to say: uh, texting or mm-hmm. Slack or yeah. email. Yeah, yeah. But uh, or resource management games. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, the, the things that are on my list were like shopping. Yeah. Selling things that you yeah. like, specifically fantasy games like D anD D or something like that. Yeah. You want to get rid of stuff, things like that. Yeah. See, we should just kind of wave, you know, hand wave that. Like, okay, you do that. That's fine. Sometimes. 
I think it depends if it's a resource management game. You might want to get more in depth, but. I could see that more if you're going to like a mage's guild and then you need to do something Mm -hmm. there. The rest of the the group's not going to be allowed there. Right. Or thieves' guild, where the rest of the group isn't going to be allowed. Like Mm -hmm. in a standard, most of the time, like, like role playing talking with some, like, shopkeeper, not that interesting. Uh Right. But talking with, like, the Archmaze of Ventudler. You know, mm-hmm. that can be in- interesting and important for whatever it is uh, that you want to do. To that player character. To that player Since character. Since he's the only one who actually gets right. to be there. Right? And then the the fallout from that, good or bad, comes onto the group, and you can be a great mm-hmm. hero. Or, Guys, I got some, uh, got some need, bad news for you. We need to leave yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You gotta go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so rad. Can you imagine it? Like, the game starts, and the thief's like, hey, guys. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go now. And everybody had shit they want to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I think in any, any genre or any type of game, when you... Uh, want to deal with backstory stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, NPCs that are part of your, you know, family or friends or backstory if they're not directly involved in the game, but it, it helps for character Because if the rest of the player characters, if you let them into your parents' house, they'll steal everything. No, they will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. It happened in the in the, well, if the fourth edition in game. <laughs> they went to the... Uh, they went to Stork's characters. This is oh, his, his, his fancy foppish character. They oh, went God. to his dad's house. Oh, God. And they are literally <laughs> robbing the house blind. Leaving <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so. with sacks of shit. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. thief hobos. Murder hobos. Murder hobos for the win. Mm. Hobos. But yes, uh, I, I agree. If, yeah. Like Anyone that the, that, the, that a player character wants to insulate from the murder, murder hobos... He could do that. <laughs> but also, kind of piggybacking off that, going back to uh, the idea of a backstory. Something my current group has been doing is a lot of pre-game for the game, session zero effects being mm-hmm. done via Facebook, just you and the GM. Right. And you're like, you, I've had a couple of people running me through vignettes for my character's backstory. Like, okay, oh, here's what your totally. character is doing at yeah. age ten, at age sixteen, and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing, and how you build that character so that the DM knows, but not everybody knows. Right. That's, that's cool. cool. No, that's, that's a cool right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric from New Jersey said that uh, in his LARP, they have uh, our LARP has a between game action formula where people did a whole thing for downtime. That's vague. Hmm. You need to expand on that, sir. <laughs> that sounds like math. It's <laughs> just been like, oh well. Between games. Twenty seven emails. Yeah. <laughs> Two XP. Um one of the things when we had the uh when we ran uh the FFG Star Wars game, Bruce had a character oh, what was that class called? Not a tinkerer. Uh he was basically like a tech. Like he like a I believe they like to be called travelers. A slicer. Now. He wasn't a slicer. Well, he he had, he had he had slicing, but his main th- his main uh. thing because because the, the like a mechanic are, right like a, mechan- a mechanic like a mechanic. There are very intricate rules for equipment mm-hmm. in the FFG Star Wars oh. game. Mm. So shocking! Fantasy Flight Shit Games has a lot of it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but there, there's like <laughs> so there's like there's there's your your basic blaster. Yeah. And then there's like. A dozen and a half 
alterations you can yeah. make to right. the blast mm-hmm. oh, to absolutely. improve it yep. and, or make it more dangerous but also less reliable and all, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So he was uh, he was mod- modding stuff in between sessions did because he have a talent that did like a yeah yeah, yeah there, there there's a it might have been a skill tree I don't know okay yeah, yeah which would um, be the talent right on the skill tree not my favorite blah. system I don't know I re- yeah. reading the book I really like the system running the game yeah. Not a fan. I'm not yeah, a fan really. That's why I'm. I'm starting a yeah. game, so I'm very interested to hear. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. If podcast. you want to borrow, I have all three books up there. Oh no, I borrow. have. I have the ones I need. Okay. We're doing Force Destiny. Okay. Well, yeah. if you have all of them, then you can have all the races too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because there's different mm-hmm. races in each book. Mm-hmm. I might just. Yeah. Because you may want a Bith Force <laughs> guy. Mm-hmm. Or an android who. Wait, a Bith Sith. A Bith Sith. <laughs> 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 You almost got me on the inhale. <laughs> Red wine Out everywhere. Yeah. Oh, damn it. But that that was something that is for as far as the party. Everyone in the party is interested in having their stuff modded and oh, improved. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's going out, getting some money, and going out and buying attachments to put on the on the on the weapons and equipment. Um, but he, there's a bunch of dice rolls he's got to make to do it. So I'm like, let's. Assume that happens away from the table. Uh-huh. So he would come back and say, and you know, honor system. Obviously, he says, "I rolled and I did this and I did that and then I lost this piece of equipment because I screwed up the roll." And da, 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 da. So um, that was a good thing to not waste table time because mm-hmm. that, to me, that's kind of the the key. Is table time is kind. of... It's a precious thing. You only have so much of it. It's right. a resource. Right. And if you can finagle the storyline or the passage of time in such a way that there's that downtime tends to happen at the end of a session, then all of that fiddly bookkeepy stuff can happen away from the table. Mm-hmm. I could even see a system that has downtime built into it, like Blades in the Dark, mm-hmm. um, where... You know, because if you're doing, it's more like bookkeeping, to your point, maybe towards the end, Mm -hmm. that you're trying to, I want to buy something, I want to talk to this person, I want to develop a contact. But uh, someone might want more out of that, and I could see that happening offline in either, like you said, a text or Mm -hmm. email or that sort of thing. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, That's it. That's all I got. All right. Yeah. That's all you got. That's that's all I thought of as you know, yeah. <laughs> Shadowrunner like Matrix like that, that's one of the things of that's of really, that's a brilliant idea yeah. because yeah. that is a lot of sidebars. Those so usually there's, there's Those actually games a, for sure. There's a a game that I'm I want to run for a lot of people that is based on just when people are available like at a certain time mm-hmm. where there's some people who are fixers who have lots of contacts. Yeah. So you figure out a run, contact a fixer. They put together a group from the pool that's available. Oh, oh fun idea. Totally. <laughs> and then yeah. you you uh, introduce them to the run. They yeah. have a week to do all their stuff and then one game session. That to is do a it. brilliant idea. The and only so, thing you got to you got to watch is is if uh, Especially as if the game progresses after a while, and because I mean, I'm sure Shadowrun has XP and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, The people who get in a lot of runs are going to get used a lot, and the people who've made characters that didn't get picked the first time around may be at a disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I'm going to use is recovery times, so that if you do runs, you will probably get shot. Ah, okay, really, right. 
So, so yeah, okay. you're in the and, hospital. Yeah, and you're in the hospital, right? and magic speeds up re- recovery times. Right. But I'm not doing the whoop, all good because then why the fuck do you have hospitals? Is right. this uh, you're looking at traditional Shadowrun? Uh, second edition Shadowrun. Really? Yeah, I like second edition Shadowrun because it doesn't. The later editions start using like modern IT shit. And I really, really right. like the old, 80s. like, yeah. but also like when the that, internet was magic. Yeah, the, right. yeah. Well, <laughs> the balkanization of of information is super important, I think, to Shadowrun, and that gets your your matrix runner, your your decker, you know, in there with the group, so he can go in and plug into an actual thing rather than yep. be in right. Texas, yeah. you know, yep. being whatever. Yep. And and I I also really like the system has this um, has these like dice pools as well as the skills. So your skills might be four dice, but you have like eight dice in a nebulous combat dice pool that you can use to attack or you can use to defend or to soak damage. Really? Yeah, it's a very interesting system. It's not a great system. I mean, and it is an older system, so there's a lot of like kind of bullshit I'm just going to glaze over because I don't need to do bookkeeping for that many things. Well, there's a, and there's a lot. If I recall correctly from... Because I have 20th anniversary edition, which is probably... Me, me too, or 25th or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't remember. It's the one with the little pretty uh-huh. ribbon. Oh. But there's a, there's a lot of roles in combat. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a lot of, like, rules for contacts, and there's a lot of rules for walking uh-huh. down the street, and there's a lot of rules <laughs> for, you know, when... some And so I'm kind of, like, brushing all that bullshit aside and... I also really want people to have, like, cyberpunk characters. Mm-hmm. Influ- like, punk. I don't want them to be, like, um, uh, operators. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm putting all these things, by the way, in this setting. Corporations don't care if you successfully run. They're not going to come after you. It's a waste of their resources. You right. are nothing. You're sinless, too, so they can't even fucking track you. They don't right. care if they kill you, but they don't want to come after you. Unless you show up and murder somebody, if you do wet work, then you're fucked. And everybody you know is fucked. So don't let anybody that you know do wet work. Right. Um, But like, you know, just sort of... That's cool. Encourage that 80s, 90s cyberpunk action to really sort of happen. Yeah. And then... You know, have an Ocean's Eleven vibe, which I think a cyberpunk run should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yep. And uh, and also just kind of disclaim decision-making sometimes of like, um, you know, okay, I know this is there's going to be some sort of door here, but what's in front of the door? I don't know. Yeah. You know, what is in front of there? And just sort of like have it be fluid and flexible so that I can really let the players, whoever is there, like really shine. Right. So, no, well, that's really also cool. with the way you're setting it up, I mean, if they if they're doing their intel correctly, they're going to know. Oh, we have this kind of problem to get into the building, so I'm going to need that PC to be able to, to get past that thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so you can kind of actually build your run with your characters because they start thinking of like, well, okay, what about those uh, delivery vans? Right. I didn't even think about the fucking delivery vans. Cool. Let's talk about the delivery van security. <laughs> and you and and you have all these, you know, back and forth to kind of play to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But you're you're saying that you would basically instead of downtime, there are different sessions with different well, it's, groups it's, of characters. It's downtime because you have the first one where you okay. all get together. Yep. And get the run. Yep. And then everybody decides what they're gonna do. Uh-huh. Or even in the, the downtime decide. And then I do fucking a billion Yep. One-on-one sessions or yeah. two-on-one sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next week, it's yeah. like, okay, 
No, Let's I like it. that because that's the thing about a cyberpunk game or a heist game is that, I don't know, two-thirds, three-quarters of the game is the setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have 20 minutes or 30 minutes to, like, pull off the heist. Right. Which is... God help you if there's combat because then you've got another yeah. three hours. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is why you want to avoid combat. Right. Um, you do, but except also, for dice rolls. There is <laughs> so then it's like, a, um, oh, wow. I really want to not punish them for failing a run. Mm-hmm. Because you have one game session. And if you we run out of time, it's like, guys, <clears throat> it's 10 o'clock. We, you know, we yeah. pull the plug here. You all run has failed. You go home. That's not the worst thing in the world. Right. Um, and you have, because in... Regular Shadowrun games that I've played, you either have a 100% success ratio mm-hmm. or everybody's dead. Right. That doesn't, that's doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I mean, it never it never happens in fiction, but I'm sure there are lots of those kinds of ops and heists where they go in and something goes horribly wrong. They're like, absolutely. I'm unplugging everything. I'm gonna get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Right. This never happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever played this sprawl? No, I have not. Okay. You should. I it's, should. It's uh, Shadowrun inspired, but without the like fantasy elements and magic. But it's, a, it's so so cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. <laughs> Although my friend Colin would argue that cyberpunk is really uh, Tears of Kisses in the Rain because it's like you need to get the punk in cyberpunk. You to do. Your point. You do need yeah. to have punk in cyberpunk. Yeah. That is true. You need to be yeah. like struggling against. Yeah. You know the man. The man. And, yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. It's the it's preparing for our dystopian future. Are, you mean the darkest timeline? The, you know. Any minute. <laughs> All right. Do you want to read the first email since on your yeah. triumphant return? Oh, yeah. I do. We don't use funny voices anymore, though, do we? Sure. No, we totally do. No, I'm not. I'm if you want, no. do you want to use your your best Lakewood voice? Wait, what's a Lakewood what voice? Is Lakewood. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you trying to look innocent over there? <laughs> I, I, no, I think a liquid voice would basically just be a <laughs> typical Southern California voice. Okay, okay. okay yeah, it yeah. isn't Surfer or Val. Hello, podcast people. There you go. I am in need of some advice and suggestions for setting up a one-slash-two-shot adventure for my crew. I have it in my mind to do a The Raid-slash-Dreaded-style adventure <laughs> in Dark Heresy, where my PCs are sent into a huge locked-down apartment building... Designed after the Pont Tower, Ponty Tower. Do a Google image search. I'm going to do that familiar. right now. It's quite striking. I did. They need to sneak in and clear out huge groups of gangers and cultists and sorcerers and demons uh, in a very limited time frame before the bosses in the Inquisition just nuke the whole place, killing not only the PCs but tens or hundreds of thousands of civilians also trapped inside. It can be a pretty straightforward plot. Start at the bottom, go to the top, fight all the way. Uh, so I'm interested for some advice or best practices in this type of adventure to make it interesting and not just one long final fight brawl from floor to floor. What should I include? How can I encourage my PCs to run and hide at certain points? What non-combat NPCs should be present to interact with? Should I actually make the PCs track ammo this time? How would you run this kind of game? Any and all thoughts welcome. Thank you. My first thought on this, mm-hmm. keep the fact that there's a time constraint constraint when they're going to start bombarding don't let them know that have something happen during the course of the adventure where they discover that fact mm. that because that oh that they didn't know that, that it they, was time bound but exactly 
Like, well, maybe they they, they t- might be fucking around, and then they may maybe they tell them you, you you need to go down there. You need to be done by this time, and they yep. don't say maybe they don't say why. They just say you need to be done by that time. But that that yeah. you, you've got a thing that gives you a lot of tension, and I I think you're mm-hmm. not wasting, but um, there's an opportunity for a very dramatic moment when they have the realization that oh oh yeah the reason we have to be done yeah. in four hours. Is because they're going to vaporize this entire place because this is fucking Warhammer and yeah. Jesus. Well, potentially they got sent in there and not told that, well, so that they figure it out. In 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 Warhammer, like the Inquisition, it it has a bunch of factions, and that's one of the right. cool things about the Inquisitions: is the Puritans and the Radicals, and like. You could absolutely, in this scenario, have like a Puritan monodominant, which means that like everything that isn't regular human should be destroyed and wiped off the face right. of everything. You know, are getting ready to blow it up, um, and their Inquisitor, which is a radical, wants them to go in to get something. There's a bunch of different types of radicals. There's the Zinkfists that mm. uh, believe that chaos artifacts and items should be uh, kept and used against demons. Um, there's the Xeno um, <laughs> I don't remember their fucking name <laughs> I don't know anything about those people Because I play Thousand Sons uh, Right, right <laughs> um, So Fuck it's the like Imperium. <laughs> um, you, have, you have a really good Opportunity also to kind of Introduce your characters to The, the, the Fight, the struggles Within the Inquisition but if you're fighting, if you're doing it against an Inquisitor and you don't aren't an Inquisitor yourself and an Inquisitor hasn't sent you in, they're fucked anyway. Right. Um, Would there be a particular, like, ideology or group that they could be a part of and then discover someone in that structure that right, absolutely rocks uh, their world? Uh, like a radical, there could be mm-hmm. one where it's like uh, they want to foster a new race of psychics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, cool. Well, there are all these psychic humans in this thing, and I need to do something so it doesn't get blown up. Right. Um, or that I now maybe right. want it to be blown up, and do we just want to get foe? Right. Right. Um, one of the troubles you're going to have is that <laughs> this is Fantasy Flight Games. And while it's a wealth, uh, if this is a love letter to 40K lore, is what these games are. Oh, yeah. They're not good for <laughs> large combats. Um, there are some rules. There is a good game for large combats in, in, in the 40K universe. Right. It's called Warhammer 40K. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, there's Death Watch, uh, specifically has rules for Death Watch Marines against hordes, they call them. Right. And so, and you have these specific rules for destroying <laughs> hordes, but not Dark Heresy. Dark Heresy is more like. You're, you're just barely better than regular people when you're starting out. And so either you're going to give them a lot of experience, which means they're going to take an entire session to make a character. Because I don't know if you've made a character in this system. I've never made a character. Uh-uh. You, no. you get a whole bunch of it. You start out with X amount of experience, and then you spend that buying uh, like skills or traits. And then when you've spent X amount of, of experience, you go to the next level, and you can buy those traits or whatever. Um, but there's just a metric fuck ton of them, and so to so be so it takes as long to make a character as it does to paint a mini. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what you should do is have two people, one to paint your mini, and the other to make a character, and then you switch. Um, so um, maybe more of a hide and seek. Like you know, you only have four hours. Yeah. You know that 
fighting all these people is going to take a long ass fucking time mm-hmm. and really stress to them that if they get up in front of 20 people, they're going to get shot to death, then that might encourage them to run and hide. Right. Um, especially if they're inquisitor, if they have somebody who's telling them, mm-hmm. don't engage them. Or if you do, get the fuck out as, as fast as possible. Um, I think if you do that, which sounds awesome, then you introduce elements that make them feel like they have to debate whether they do want to come out of, of hiding then. Right. Like, do you step out of hiding to, you know? Yes. Yeah. And when they do, you have to reward them. You know, you have to give them that feeling of being good at something. Because if their only feeling is the feeling of being so shitty, you have to hide all the time. Yeah. That's not a fun feeling. No. Right. You know? Well, you're, uh, presumably you're giving them some sort of MacGuffin or something they have to go in and collect. Uh-huh. Or, right. or, 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 or a, a one thing they have to go in and shoot right. and kill or something. Yeah, you had one job. Right. Um, I, I, first of all, two total kudos for the references because... Judge Red, Dread, and have you seen the raid? The raid is amazing. No. It's an Indonesian action martial arts film that's amazing. Really? I haven't seen the second one. Yeah, no, it's so good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. And I think it was written and directed by a Welshman, so there really? you go. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's obviously good. Right? <laughs> exactly. No, it's amazing. I still haven't seen the raid, too, which I don't know what it's actually called. Uh, here it was called the raid two, raid. Um, but it was the raid two. More yeah, raid? yeah, radier. Now, this time it's personal, Is except it, it was personal the, the first time. <laughs> no, it's really good. Oh come on! But they do. They have to infiltrate this apartment building. Oh no! In the second one, they fight. In the second one, they fight an alligator, and it's skater raid. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Really the raid nineteen ninety one. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? I, I didn't see it that long ago, but it could have just been because the raid it was at two, the arc light. The Raid 2, uh, 2014. Yeah. The Raid 1954. No. <laughs> That's got to be a World War II film. No. I saw it in in the at least. Starring Anne Bancroft and either Van Helfen. Either in the Ahots or. <laughs> well. Well, it sounds like a vampire hunter yeah, with let a me lisp. Look. <laughs> Van Helfen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 1930s China in the <laughs> turmoil and, f- and fear flurry. No. The dethroned emperor no. Pu Yi. No. Are you sure? No. It's totally I'm like kind this. I'm sure. They show the sequel, but they don't show the original. This is definitely the sequel because it's 2014. There oh. you go. I just thought of something that's actually that's actually 2011, like 2011, my friend. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. So if you can get a copy of Old Necromunda. Yeah. Um, when it says what non-combat embassy should be present, what should be there, uh, get get an old copy of Necromunda and Not look at one? the terrain. Because it's back out. Yeah, but the old one's easier to find. Okay. And you should pay money for the new ones. Yeah. The <laughs> new one's like 127 bucks. Yeah, it's something. really expensive. In yeah, the, it is. In the Holy! Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. amazing, though. Um, the new models great are... Artwork. Oh, they're so yeah. good. Um, but... Um, all you need, you don't need rules to play a miniatures game. You're looking for, like, they have, like, uh, you find a slime pool where you can harvest edible slime from it. Or, because in these spires, they're, you know, you are under a hundred kilometers of right. city above you. Right. So there's all these, like, really, like, fucked up things that you find in the lower parts of it. And this tower could be going, like, through, like, five levels of it. Um, and so there's all these, like, 
weird things in it that are very specific to spires or to 40k mm -hmm. so if you just get a copy of that you can just mine it for gold mm -hmm. and they have like all of these um uh bits of uh fiction and stuff in it too where they have uh, oh. personalities and or people you, your game can hire. Those are NPCs that you could interact with. So that's that's a gold mine for like actual RPG material. Cool. Oh, excellent. They're yeah, right. we have a listener, Hazelnut Mudslide. That's Hazelnut Mudslide. Hazelnut Mudslide. Yeah, uh, that's good. all about the Necromunda. He actually he came to a party and he brought me all the stuff to yeah. make it. There's the Kalua yeah. and the. Frangelico and uh, yeah, I, um, I didn't know how good that stuff was. I, I made dark chocolate shot glasses. Oh my god, they were so good! So <laughs> wait, what's in that? No, no it's a quick dark tangent. chocolate shot glass. I I what? got I got a mold to make shot glasses. Oh my god! Like a, um, what what are they what are they made out of? I missed it. They're like stretchy. It's not rubber. It's like uh, um, silicone. Yeah. Yeah. A silicone. Uh, well, it makes four, silicone rubber. Yeah, it has four <laughs> yeah. four shot glass molds, and I took uh, Ghirardelli's really? like seventy oh, yeah. percent dark chocolate and melted it down and. Poured in each mm -hmm. one. I, I made about twelve or fifteen. I had at least so, three of them. They were delicious. Sunday, I'm here. <laughs> Just saying. I have more chocolate. I can make okay. more. Okay. And I'll then, bring and then what I'm Bailey's little Kahlua, is little James oh. floater on top. Putting a, a hazelnut oh. mudslide with a little bit of whipped cream on top of it. It was so good. <laughs> it was. They were awesome. I want that. Diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> Who is that? Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. Wilfred Brimley. Yes. <laughs> If you've got diabetes, <laughs> ever eat a diabetes? Think of the unicorn guy, and they put his face on it, saying "diabetes." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good! Oh, it's so good! Oh, uh, oh gosh! Oh, the unicorn guy's awesome. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! All right, best. thank you, Sam. Yes, yes. Yeah. In Lakewood. Is this Lakewood, so. California? Are you local? I have no. I know. Idea. I don't know. We have a Lakewood um, in California. We do. But yeah. Oh, That's a good oh here's another way you can make it go faster. Uh -huh. yeah. Is one of the things that that game really has that's awesome is the best critical hit tables ever. They're Dark awesome. Dark Heresy. Really? They're so great. Like, it's a 1 through 10, you roll a 5 on it, and your chest explodes. And then it goes downhill <laughs> from there. Really? <laughs> and they have it for, like, explosives and, and fire and or Oh, and so energy. for every different Yeah, for every different, because it's Fantasy Flight game. So you right. have to make it more complicated. <laughs> but And also for each part of the body. So it's like, you're, you roll, like, a, a 7 energy for the leg, and your leg gets amputated. But you do a 9, and it, like, gets, gets amputated... But you bleed to death out, and that leg falls back and hits one of your friends or something like what that. I mean, it, they're just hilarious. It's funny. Have you ever heard of a board game called Kingdom Death? <laughs> yes, I have. No. Yes, amazing. It's the, it's the $500 board game. Yeah, my friend of mine actually bought it. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, I want to play. It's I know. so it's much fun. So, the oh models are amazing. It's but incredible. Holy but no, balls they have a, Kingdom Death. And you just can't buy it. It's not available. No, like, you had to like, kickstart it. Yeah, they kickstarted like $3 million or something. something. I don't even remember. It's he amazing. It. The, green, the, the models What's are... What's it called? Kingdom Death. Death. It's a giant... Yeah. Giant box, and but and they have a, oh, it's like the ogre box, yeah, for the ogre Kickstarter because that box is like Ooh, it's about that big, yeah. But you're you're it's they're all boss monsters, <laughs> and you have nothing. Like you and start, you, have nothing. With, you literally start with a like a loincloth and a sharpened stone, uh -huh. and you have to like eventually get materials yeah. to build stuff. And you and have to you, there are no materials except for boss monsters. <laughs> you have to kill them it's, in order to create your settlement. It's, it's so awesome. rad. But there's so the reason rad. I bring it up is there's a whole table in the back because you get to a certain point where your character suffers major wounds, and it's like, okay, roll a hundred, roll a percentile die. Right. Like, okay, yep, your head exploded. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, that yeah. uh, screaming antelope gorged itself into your chest and pulled out your own heart and stomped on it. Like, it gets insane. <laughs> we were, That's we awesome. It's amazing. Oh, God, I want to play this game it's so bad. So I want to play it so bad. It's cooperative, too. Yeah. I was oh, going to say, oh, yeah. would, okay, we, right. would we ever AP something like that? Because sure. we were talking about well, I, uh, Green well, Horde. As soon as, I, as soon as I get my Thousand Suns done, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to AP uh, yes. uh, Warhammer games. Oh so, man, Thousand Suns in Eighth Edition are fucking badass. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. I fucking think I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eighth Edition is great. Seventh Edition was a clusterfuck. You guys I, are adorable. Awesome. I just want to say. I, 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 that was cute. I've only heard about Seventh Edition, but everything I've heard is like I would never play that. game. Yeah, no, no. But Eighth Edition is is pretty lean. Yeah, it's pretty lean. And uh, Warhammer Fantasy decided that it wanted to be like a badass um, heavy metal cover, like 40k is. Right and uh, has kind of gone the way of, well, there, of 40k. There's a new. They're they're working on a new. There's a. I don't remember the name of the company. It's called Wrath and Glory. That's the new uh, Warhammer roleplay. Oh, it's being done by an entirely different really group of nice. people. I don't think it's FFG. Are, I don't remember yes. who it is. What are the dice in uh, Dark Heresy? Is it Polys? Is it D10s? Dark what Heresy. Are, I don't know. I don't know. I well, Fantasy Flight. I'm sure it's its own dice well, system. No, a Dark Heresy is it's D100. D100. So it it's, it's okay. two, uh, two tens. It's two tens, and that's another one. Of the problems with it is like starting characters are going to have a ballistic skill of thirty-five. Right. Is that like okay. Warhammer? Fantasy? That's like called Cthulhu. RPG. It's like called Cthulhu. It's there was an earlier Warhammer 40k yeah. role playing game, and they used this, this similar system. That's what I've been playing. Um, but the first, it's first ad. Right. Yeah. Okay. So percentile. It's, but it's, yeah. it's percentile, and also you have like a dodge that's also percentile, but it's hard to dodge guns. Okay. Um, but it's so hard to hit stuff, right? You know, you got a thirty-five, thirty-five yeah. percent chance. So if it's you like, don't roll yeah. a, a three or less on one die, the other die doesn't fucking matter. It's it's like Call yeah. of Cthulhu, except you're not a college professor fighting a yeah giant god. Demon. You have you have a little <laughs> yeah. bit. You have there a little bit less, and you're a little bit better, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Dark Heresy really is you expect to die, right? So okay. it's unless you up. Your player character's ballistic skill, it may be difficult. Right. Okay. Hmm. So, and it's really easy if you're a psyker to blow your head up. It's one of my favorite things about it is you play a psyker balls to the walls until your head explodes. Yeah. Well, that's a, okay. that's that's, yeah. that's that's the one terrifying thing because I've got a lot of psychers in my Thousand Suns. Mm-hmm. There, you roll like double sixes or double ones. Oh yeah, you're fucked. Your psyker is swallowed up. Yeah, and it's, it's gone. gone. It's been removed from the table. Yeah, and and your uh, rubric marines really fucking need those guys. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and especially because I've got like Araman, who's uh-huh. the, yeah, and that would suck. Oh, oh, I rolled twelve. Yeah, that'd be a bummer. Goodbye, Araman. You're, that'd be that, a bummer. There went. Well, maybe you shouldn't use them unless you really, really need it. Oh, but yeah, that's true. I've got a lot. <laughs> I, I actually got a lot. I've got a lot of psychers. I've got. Um, uh, Chaos Space Marines, mm-hmm. and I think I've got three psychers with them. And then I've got uh, there's a psyker that came with the regular Rubric Marines, and there's a psyker that came with the uh, occult Scarab guys. Mm-hmm. And then I got a set of three psychers, right? That are just those dudes. Now remember, if you're playing competitive as opposed to a narrative game, I wouldn't do that. Okay, good because competitive competitive sucks for having a bunch of psychers because you can only cast each. Psychic ability once, right? But in narrative, right, it's fucking rad. Because I, yeah, 
Because I looked at that and I'm like, I, I like the. I really, I really picked them because I like the helmets. Oh yeah, they're fucking cool. They have the cool. They're, <laughs> they're like like uh, King Tut fucking Space Marines. Oh, yeah. okay. oh cool. Yeah. Really, really, really hard to paint. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's taking me so long. And I, and I've spent like five hundred dollars on minis, and I have yet to play a game with them because oh. I'm still fucking painting. And wow, you have a small I, army then. That's insane. <laughs> uh, about a thousand points. Yeah, about a thousand. That's points. insane. I, I, I'm. I just got a. Um, oh man, the new minis are so good. Oh yeah. They're oh so yeah. So good. So much easier to put together. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, thank you, Sam and Lakewood. <laughs> Letting players narrate role results from Yuho in Finland. Would someone like to read this in a Finnish sure. accent? Go for it. All right. This Best Finnish the, accent. The land, Go, Joey. <laughs> the land of my, uh, I don't know, quarter, well, guys, third people. Belt. Finland is not one of them. Yeah. Well, don't piss them off because they right. beat the Russians. That's the, yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the only way I would do a Finnish accent would be completely stereotypical and cartoony and would piss somebody off. So I'm yeah. going to... I don't even know. Oh, those are the ones with the, the, the big no. white cloaks that they would like lay down in the snow and yeah. they suddenly become invisible. It's, it's why yeah. it's the biathlon is a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they ski and shoot and then they ski away. Right. Or sometimes they'd ski through camp with like a submachine gun, just shoot them like as they go by, like drive by shooting through two tents and then keep going. Oh, a ski by shooting. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ski by shooting. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what their accents sound like. I have no idea. Exactly, they sound Scottish. I was just gonna say. Oh, that's right. right. Because you know what? I've seen Thirteenth Warrior. They do. They do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, woof. Hi, Happy Jackers. That doesn't sound Scottish. Not at all. No. No. Thank you. I can do Irish. Can't do Scottish. Okay. Uh, As the Swedes have now been so present in your show lately, here's an email from Finland for a change. Excellent. There is debate if Finland is a part of Scandinavia, but we take a part of all of the leading RPG countries' glory that is headed towards, correct term, Nordic countries. So is the Nordic Peninsula from, like, the White Sea down to, like, where, like, to the, the the Baltic? No, no, Black Sea's way south. Yeah. The White okay. Sea's the Baltic. The, if, you, if you ask the like the lowest the Vikings, point. yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, it totally goes around that little. Well, right? yeah. yeah. Well, because because Finland is on like that uh-huh. part. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's on the to... it's on the Russian side, right. way over on the Russian yeah. side. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And it I would say it's part. I would say it's Nordic country. Country. Uh, okay. After a long hiatus in oh, role playing, I have now activated gaming again. Because of life Yay. and family, it has been one-shots and conventions and online gaming. In my youth, my group's main game was RuneQuest that we used to explore the world of Glory... Gloriantha? Gloriantha. 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 Uh, and... I lost my place. And here, explore meant heavy combat-oriented adventures. Like mm-hmm. D&D. Uh, this background led me to a couple years back to Hero's Quest system. Not the board game, but the board game is amazing. They have the road sold. The boat sewed. <laughs> uh, and I love the system. It takes all the crunchy stuff away and lets the GM and the players concentrate on the story. As the system, for some reason, is still niche, I have found myself mostly GMing than playing it. Okay. There, are, there is other systems uh, like this available. Powered by the Apocalypse, Fate, I think. Uh, but this hit me not at least with the default setting of being Glorantha. After the free advertisement for Chaosium? Uh, Mm-hmm. So many words I've never seen before. Uh, I get to my they're, actual they're topic. Publishers, Chaosium is a yeah. publisher. Well, I figure I was like, I don't. I think that's how you say that. Yeah, you did well. Thank you. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, only three glasses of wine in. It's good. I yeah, know, no, it's awesome. We're getting to the good part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> in Hero Quest, yeah. like others too, all the contests are resolved so that the outcome is success or defeat in varying levels. Complete, major, minor, marginal. Uh, these correspond with yes and, yes and, yes but idea. But when the resolution of the contest is ready for ready the good old way is that the GM narrates what's happened to the character and the players listen in awe. As the GM, I would really like to hear what the player had in mind about the outcome and be entertained with the unexpected outcomes. As a player, I would really like to narrate myself what happens to my character. Especially in Hero Quest, for example, a combat can be resolved with a roll of two dice. This leaves lots of room for interpretation and narration. What is your take on this? Have you let players narrate outcomes of contests, and how did it go? Did you lose control of the story with this? Do's and don'ts. Thanks for a great show. Juho from Finland. P.S. Kippis. That is cheers in Finnish. Yehida. B.P.S. If this topic has already been addressed in your show in the past, could you please point me towards it so that I can listen to it? I am a rather new listener and haven't listened to all the past episodes. It um. would take so much work <laughs> for us to find it. Right? It's much faster and easier for us to talk about it again. Um, <laughs> Although I don't know if we talked about this specifically. I have. I love it. Yeah. I, it's mm-hmm. fucking rad. No, yeah. I think so too. I, yeah. I, I always let players narrate if yeah. possible and if they usually go farther than you would anyway. Mm-hmm. With Players will to, almost always yeah. narrate their own critical failure Absolutely. worse than you had in mind. I totally And they'll agree. always be more modest with their critical success than you yeah. would have been. Yep. That, that's at least for me. I don't always do it, like, but mm-hmm. just sometimes, like, we'll tell me exactly. what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's like a, a very cinematic moment. Like, yeah, I want to be able to tell what my character did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or vice versa. I want, you know, the GM to give you the option. Or right. if I'm GMing, I want them to give them the option. Uh huh. Um, something that I really like, when I was reading this email over the week, what made me think about was um, Pirate Game. Uh-huh. Spanish me, where Jim's like, okay, well, you can succeed at this, but at a cost, and explain to me how that looks. And uh-huh. it's like, it totally reminded me of that. And I love that he does that. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a tool I'm putting in my GM toolbox, is, mm-hmm. so, is that whole thing. One of my favorite systems, well, my favorite system now to run is Apocalypse World. Oh, Jesus. I. <laughs> fucking love it. I fucking love it. It's exactly my style of play. Okay. And one of the things about it that I love, it's not for everybody, and it's not for every mm-hmm. single situation, um, but one of the things about it that I love is there's um, uh, do something under fire is the cool mm-hmm. role of like, you're trying to do something and there's something like, it can be Pressures. taking locks right. yeah. or hiding or something like that. And if they get a, a like uh, seven through nine, then there's like, okay, well, you succeed, but something else bad happens. Or, uh-huh. um, you know, you have... Here's a shittier option for you. Um, do you want to take that or back out? And in those situations, I like to give them the shittier option because I want them to make the choice. Mm-hmm. Or or do the yes, but. Um, because they've already kind of told me what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so... It's kind of my job at that point to interact with them rather than if they tell me what they're doing and then also interact with them so right. when something goes bad. That's I think that's just putting I'm not too much on them like they can't handle it, but right. like that's my job well, that's, as it's the also your here. opportunity to look at what your fronts are or what yeah that exactly if it plays into that where mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to hand over total narrative control. Exactly. Well, it, see, I would totally farm that shit out because that's the one thing I hate about 
uh, FFG Star Wars mm. games. Have you ever seen the? You know the? Are you familiar with the dice mechanic in that? I'm the last Star Wars mechanic I played was when you rolled a bunch of d sixes. Okay, these things have and you could barely yeah. kill Here, anything. I, can, I have the app on my phone. I can oh no, I've got a, you got the a whole fucking again? box of dice. Here you go. Oh, yeah. So. Like, Did I oh, succeed or fail? Yeah. Oh god damn it! <laughs> Fantasy flight games. This is this is why fucking L five R is gonna suck. Okay, I know I'm in the minority on this. I actually love the dice. Mechanic. I don't mind the dice mechanic. What uh, I don't like is to have to be put under pressure when I ask someone to make yeah. a fucking perception roll. Yeah. It's like, make a perception roll. You see it or you don't see it. Oh, they, you saw it, but there's also a huge despair and a complication. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see the person. But you're but sad. They're standing next yeah. to your ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but the book also gives you examples of what to do in those situations. It, like, take a strain. Like It does. Yeah. But it... Yeah. If you can't think of anything, you always yeah. have those options to fall back <clears throat> That's true. That's the one... Th- the, the, actually, the one redeeming... Quality from what I've read because I'm gonna be, in a, in a week and a half I'm gonna be starting an mm-hmm. L5R game in the beta. Oh, oh god damn it! We ran an L5R game for a long <laughs> you can, time. You can see you can see a lot of uh, uh, strongly worded posts with my handle on them <laughs> in the uh, well the fancy flight for well, I, I ran I ran I, you I can't ran cuss f- on there. It turns out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Oh, on the FFG. <laughs> yeah, I ran probably. I don't know. Did I get you? There will be there will be a couple listeners that will join you. I, I yeah. ran maybe like eighteen or twenty sessions of Fourth Edition, mm-hmm. and Woof. loved it. Yeah, Fourth Edition <laughs> has a lot of good things about it. Okay, um, um, I've read. Th- it has some issues because it's too easy to not die. It's it's an MMO on paper. It's. No, no, 4th edition L5R. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about D&D. I'm sorry. I was kidding. 4th edition L5R. My first love. Um, Is that what you're trashing? The the only redeeming factor, because they still have the the similar dice. (laughs) I've got someone made made some for us, because you can't buy them yet. You have to have the app. Right. But there isn't that you have to pull some sort of complication out of your ass for every roll. Instead, you just take, uh, what are they called? Strain. Is it strain? Yeah. Strain, strain? yeah. Strain. So you just take unless they've changed it since I said no left. Well, they did change the strain rules. Okay, you no longer are compelled to have an outbreak or whatever they call it. Oh, right, you can hold on to it and just be really upset. And and at some, but at some point, you 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 break your facade. You can also still hit each other with buffers that they call katanas. No, but they totally they (laughs) they pulled back they pulled back on that though a little bit. No, so no, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a bummer. I, I was a little, sh- I'm a little shocked at how hard it is to kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that is not what Fantasy Flight Games does, yeah. except no. apparently with Warhammer 40k. Well, first edition in first edition uh, L5R, um, when we went into battle, we'd we'd write fucking death haikus, right? Because it was very likely you're not going to come out of that. Um, and that was a thing, you know. Yeah. Like this is a world where yeah. you'll just commit seppuku because you're right. pissed off about what your lord's doing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. The the like that whole cherry blossom, you know, um, transience of life sort of uh, sort of mm-hmm. thing. That's what kind of sets L five R apart from other role playing games. If it's going to be like it's difficult to hit somebody, just use fifth edition rules and just change the names. Fourth. No, fifth he edition D and D. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> oh. Because those are better rules than Fantasy Flight. Or 4th oh. Edition. 
or fourth edition. Fourth edition rules are great. So, uh, D uh, L five R. Fourth edition L five R is great. Okay. If you don't want fourth edition L five R, I would just D and D. We're gonna really try. Do. We're gonna try it. We're gonna try. Good. It. We're gonna I, it I hope it works better now. I did a lot of like duels. Um, Testing their, their I mechanics. know they changed the dual, and it was, dual rules. Oh, man, it hurt. It there was just, a lot made of outcry about duels. Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah. The, those, I'm sure those changed. And, and what I'll do is I'll look at it and I'll say, okay, it's not deadly enough. Here's what we'll do to make it more deadly. Right. Because it needs to be. It needs, it yeah, it needs to be deadly. Playing it needs to be deadly. And you're dead. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and that, that may just be upping the lethality or whatever that stat uh-huh. is for the weapons because there's a there's two stats for weapons right yeah damage and lethality uh, is it lethality i don't know i've had three cups of wine uh, i think it's lethality <laughs> but anyway or you could multiply the damage by the lethality bam there you go you don't want to get oh. hit <laughs> that would be good they're they're asking me about the card game i don't even i've never oh i played the card i played the fuck out of the card game is the card the game new good? one the I haven't done the oh no the new card game, game. new card game <laughs> Really? It looks amazing. Uh, for those you know? listening at home, Tappy is flipping <laughs> off as if he were yeah. C.A. Dave. So the, prob- the problem I have with the okay. new card game okay. is that I love the Crane Clan. Okay. And the they have. Yeah, it's the, it's the pretty artistic queer clan. Right. It's the fucking best clan. It's and the it's, shit clan. It's <gasps> the best clan. <laughs> Scandal. Crap. <laughs> I know. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> 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 <He's a crab. laughs> Hey, hey, we're the ones who Scorpion. gives you all of your grain so you can stand on your fucking wall. Right? So shut up and like it. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, no, like everybody has really cool now uh, strongholds. The, now the chat room will explode. <laughs> everybody has really cool strongholds, except for Crane. And Crane's stronghold just fucking sucks. Well, see, the, the, the game I run is based in on, on Crane. Yeah. But the, I, I made I made up a, like a minor vassal family, uh-huh. and, and everyone, all the, the party that came from wherever they were became Ronin, and they're mm-hmm. have joined this vassal family that's part mm-hmm. of Crane. So it, it, it's going to the, the the setup for the adventure is um not the typical L five R. I have I have a dream game <coughs> that I want to run, but it's just way past my abilities. Um, that is another like on. Um, uh, Google Hangout, and it's uh, Winter Court at the at the palace. So in the winter, all of like the daimyos go back home, mm-hmm. and so you are the the player characters, the envoys uh, for these people. They're the <coughs> diplomats and their bodyguards and their shugenja and all of that. Right. And there are groups of four for all of the different clans. They all have the the things they want to like. Um, scheme for oh for sure because yeah once spring hits you have to have declared war so that in the summer you can actually do that so you have to figure out who's declaring war on whom in the winter time when the daimyos are home so it's like a court a so court it's a game. court game that's right. awesome I'm all about that like, right oh my god I'm all about that it is so rad yeah. it is so yeah. it's like song of ice and fire and yeah. like the, yeah. and this is for the survival of your clan and everybody is gunning for everybody. That's awesome. I, love that. I think it'd be really fun. But I think that'd be amazing. Even when you run that, <coughs> okay, yeah. I'll let you know. Guess yeah. what I saw at Gen Con fifty? What's that? An L five R LARP. Oh, that must have been rad. Oh my god! Did they have They're, costumes? Yes. Oh, costumes. Yeah. <laughs> they were wearing kata- the katanas and the wakazashi. Uh, uh-huh. What do they call that thing? Uh, the daisho. Daisho. Um, I saw a lot of crane. 
Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of scorpion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw no crab. I saw because they don't. It was. It was. It looked it was like a court it was a court game. game. Yeah. It looked like it was a court game. Oh, crab in the court are great though. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just fuck everything up. It's right. awesome. They need to be there. I think I saw a few dragon. Uh huh. Because they all had the, the right okay. colors. Uh-huh. But it was fantastic. And like oh, that's, the the people the the, so the it was mostly women playing crane. But the, all the all the crane big white wigs okay. with the blue yeah. kimonos. I mean, I, I looked at that because I was playing. Uh, oh, totally. I was playing a uh, uh, Powered by the Apocalypse hack that is basically like a medical procedural TV show. It wasn't thing. matched. It's called. Was it? No, it was something it's, else. It's I called forget, the war. It's not, okay. I don't even think it's been released yet. Okay, but um, it basically it takes any like Saint Elsewhere. I'm old. I don't know. ER, ER, ER yeah, 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 all of it. it. It's basically doing a game based on that that those kind of shows, and uh, and I took a ba- had to use the restroom, so I had to walk all the way around. And there's this huge ballroom. What? We oh, had to open it. There's a this huge beer. Well, here, but it's going to be fascinating. Where'd it go? What do you need that for? You had it. This. Wait. But uh, there's a huge ballroom, and there's probably got to be like 60 people in there. Mm -hmm. And there are people who are like actively trying to avoid talking to other people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially Scorpion. Right. (laughs) It was fascinating. That smells amazing. Anyway, back to... Back to this guy in his hero quest. All right. Oh, man. I'm sorry. uh, I'm an instigator. So anyway, (laughs) I, I think most of us agree that... Letting the players narrate this stuff is a good idea. Absolutely. I think yeah. so, too. Generally and speaking. Unless you have something very specific in mind. or the, I mean, it, it's very easy to tell someone if, if like, there's a, a certain story arc that you're planning for or there's certain events that are going to be taking place or mm-hmm. whatever, and the player is doing something that is, that is going to break the reality, you can just say, well, you can't do that, yeah. but... Absolutely, but always. Yeah, my, my my only suggestion is always offer an alternative that's close. Right, like you can't like jump thirty feet in the air, doing four black fit back flips and like land on your enemy and strike it when it's a you know World War Two grit, gritty game. Right, unless you're Brian Boyton. Right, right. Because <laughs> if you're anything. here right now, he can answer to you. That's what Brian Boyton do. I don't believe you. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> you make a plan and need follow through. That's you. what Brian Boitano do. Um, yeah, well, but but I think gen- generally, generally disclaiming uh, narration yeah. can be a good yeah. thing. I think so. It's probably you don't want to do it all the time. No, yeah. but yeah, anyway, because anyway, eventually it becomes laziness. Yeah, this is crazy pants. What is, is it? Crazy pants about it? It's like. Uh, I don't know, 65% sour ale, 30, 35% bourbon barrel aged. Whoa, and then that's really good. Cinnamon, dates, and anise. That's plenty. Oh, I really It's really like good, I know. Is it like a, what, I love black licorice. So. Yeah, I know, me too. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, man. Why, why I, I know, love I'm like... Do you ever have yes. any of the absinthe that I made back in the day? Yes. Yeah, you it was made? good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like Coke. Yeah, it was super good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I put in... Uh, That's interesting. Wow! Yeah. That is sour as fuck. Yeah. So wow. good. It's super good. You know what this tastes like is kombucha. Really good. Oh, I love kombucha. Oh. I've never had kombucha. I just... I just oh, my I God. Didn't, I didn't get kombucha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just got a I just got a, a kombucha brewing kit. Oh, cool! So you can really? get like that scoby like. I have the giant mother. Yeah. The whatever mm-hmm. that thing is called inside of a plastic sealed bag in the refrigerator. At EJ, I had I'm this sorry, huge what? like glass thing that the, was a um, the giant a, yeah. bacteria kombucha scab. It's the scoby. <laughs> it's like you know. Um, uh, oh sourdough goodness. starter. In, really? In, in, in vinegar, if you they took call sourdough cart starter yeah. and you put it in tea, that is kombucha. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you like sourdough bread, uh-huh. the more you know. You'll like kombucha. Kombucha mm-hmm. is fantastic. I tried yours. Yeah. It was good. Well, that, that, that was all store-bought. That's all store-bought. No, I know. But I'm a, the I have the kit. I'm I'm gonna there are, there are now kombucha taps, like kombucha bars. That's awesome. Are there really? Yeah, there are. Really? And they're charging way too much for it. Because <laughs> you can just make it at home I'm sorry, so easily. LA is overcharging for something? I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Oh, God. It's so good. Ugh. It makes me happy. The vinegar mother. This is yummy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're, it looks like a little tiny Cthulhu nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's great. It's a, it's a mass of bacteria colonies. Yeah. And, and, and like sugar. Yeah, to keep it alive. Yeah, to keep it alive. And then you, once you have the tea and it's cooled to a certain point, you drop the thing in there. And, and you it, name it like Gizmo and then like don't. No, then you can't feed it after midnight. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then you put it somewhere dark. So yeah. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you let it sit for a while. See? Like two weeks or something. Yeah. And then, then you scoop off the goopy stuff on the top and that becomes the mother for the next time. Yeah. What? Scoby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scoby. Yeah, that was Scobie. it. Um, Mother's vinegar. My, my friend Shane okay. uh, is doing all of these like installations of uh, like these far future scenarios, but not like like Star Trek. Like these are um, like apothecaries, uh-huh. uh, like collecting um, uh, <coughs> space herbs and shit like that. And so there's a Scoby cult that she has. Kind of <laughs> All right, the chat room is something's going on. Coke okay. seventy two said, "Just savage, powered by the apocalypse." Just savage it, and of course, the hive mind's like fucking blocked. Yeah, burn him with Locked. fire. Yes, <laughs> let him create an savage advantage it. on fire. <laughs> Who said just savage it? Uh, Cloak seventy two. Man, that's, I am. That's adorable. I have become. I have become sorry, less adorable. of a fan of, of uh, Savage Worlds. I know. I know someone. But you know what? I just thought. I just thought of someone needs to make a PBTA hack of Savage Worlds. Oh yeah, that'd be your super easy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, called it's called PBTA yeah, Apocalypse yeah, yeah. World. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think that Savage Worlds is very useful when you pl- want to play a certain type of game. Mm-hmm. Like I've always kind of said that your system flavors your game. Sure, you know. Oh, so for sure. When you are yeah. are playing a certain system that favors combat, you're going to get into more combat. When you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, when you're playing L five R, where if you get into combat, somebody's going to die, and it really, really might be you. Well, There's then, a chance, yeah. Right. Then you you might like hold off on it. So, I think there is room in this world for both Savage World. And Apocalypse World, even though I'm not going to run Savage Worlds. Well, Absolutely. you know, we just we just finished. <laughs> um, you know, they, they did a Rifts port in Savage Worlds. That there was mm-hmm. a big Kickstarter for it, and uh, that translated very well. Now they had to totally mod the system because mega damage, right? But um, that was, in fact, that was <laughs> mega damage. That's my character right there. Oh yeah, the yeah, the Glitter oh. Boy. Yeah. I love Glitter Boys. He was from he was from Quebec. And he yeah, like oh, he was he was one of the new glitter oh, boys. He yes, he oh. wasn't one, one of the glitter boys that had been handed down father to son throughout the ages. No, and he stole it from his brother. 
<laughs> which never came up in the game. But yeah, it was it did was you, a did lot you of fun. Learn any French for it? Uh, I had like three phrases oh, okay. in the very beginning, and then I forgot. Them. Oh. Then I just I watched a lot of uh, Slapshot. Oh yeah, and, and because there's that one guy, the hairy guy with the beard in there, yep. who talks like this all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> I was recently in Canada for the first time. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. I, I love to, Canada. Went to Vancouver I, Island. Yeah, right. And so it wasn't oh, cold either. I've no, I've only been to Alberta. Oh my God, Vancouver Island, so great. I was in Victoria. It's all like a freaking photograph of. It's like an Ansel Adams photograph. Oh yeah, the whole fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. It's gorgeous. Mm. It is beautiful. I went yeah. to the World Scout Jamboree. Oh okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Was so it anything like Strange Brew? No. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> Drats. Not at all. Although there was Scout Jamboree. It was a Scout Jamboree. <laughs> It, I mean, some, for some of the scouts, it might have been. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Uh, new guy from Dark Dawn Helmet. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Joe, you want to go ahead? I did the oh. last one. Gina, oh. you want to go? Okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I can do it. I got glasses for this. Uh, new guy. I've been running a lot of different games with mostly the same people for years now. And I think I might have forgotten how to bring in new people correctly. It seems like every character my new guy plays just stands back and watches uh, with the occasional snide remark, no matter how much I pile plots on top of him. My instinct, which I wouldn't hesitate to do for the rest of my longtime crew, is to punish this inaction with terrible in-game consequences. But when I started moving that way, I got a I got back a vibe like he thought I was treating him unfairly or I was intentionally ruining his character. Uh, Most recently, we were playing Monster Hearts, a game about teenage monsters, and which leans uh, into melodrama and the stupid things hormones make you do. Uh, The character he picked, called the Ghoul, is driven by supernatural desire for plunder and chaos. He has to make roles to not pursue them. He won't bite on the opportunities and he doesn't want to make the roles. What do I do? Is it me? I think I maybe didn't describe the game's premise enough or forgot to review the rules and expectations at the top of the second session because everyone else knows them already. Can and should I change? Or am I already right? Don in Pittsburgh. P.S. Nothing too drastic. The new guy is my roommate, and I'm not leaving the house to play with another group. I've got a wife and two kids here, so I'm staying at this table. Actually, I know somebody who kicked somebody out of a game in the house he was living in. Really? <laughs> yeah. Guy's a douchebag. Well, oh, man, he deserved it. But um, I love Monster Hearts. Mm. Monster Hearts is, oh, it's such a good game. Um. It's it's so deliciously queer and weird and high school, um, but uh, and the ghoul is a great character for somebody who's new that you're trying to give mm-hmm. um, uh, sort of a uh, like training wheels on because the the ghoul has like they say, it has hungers so they it's, have a hunger for it's a grabby character right. so yeah. I don't know if you're playing Monster Hearts one or Monster Hearts two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really quite know what you mean is he won't bite on the opportunities and doesn't want to make rolls. Like, if you give him an opportunity to sow plunder and chaos, he's like, well, I don't want to sow plunder and chaos, but I don't want to make a roll not to. Because you get a choice. 
you can either decide to follow this thing. If you're given your hunger, you can follow it, and you get plus one to all of your rolls. And in in Apocalypse World, plus one is feckin' huge. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And especially in Monster Hearts, where you might have one stat that's at two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't quite know if he's like not following his hungers, because what I would do is start having people fuck him, because yeah. they because the ghoul has yeah. the sex move of yeah. you have a hunger of have sex with this person again, yep. or in second edition, create a new hunger. So you start making more hungers, and this person is going to want to start doing more things. And then you just make this character's life more interesting using these things. I'm on, I was just going to say, I'm wondering if he's not getting that you play into those dark impulses, though. Because traditionally, when you play, I mean, I don't know what his role-playing background is. That right, you, right. That you're, you're deciding yeah. to yeah. do this. Yes. The the other thing about the ghoul though is they have a move. You guys are in a bubble. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we <laughs> love this no, game. I know. You are it's in a true. you're in a bubble because this guy, I think he's me. I think he okay. is too. So so the ghoul has <laughs> yeah. another character has yeah. another thing. Okay, that's great. So the ghoul has 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 a move. I went is, to high school. I didn't like high school, and I'm glad it's over. Why would I fucking play a role playing game that's high school again? Then why are you? Oh, you mean the. You're playing the ghoul here. No, I, I'm You're, playing the guy. Well, then why are you running the game, motherfucker? He's not no. running the game. He's, he's, he's the, the new guy. Who's, who's I'm the, the new guy? guy. Oh, you're yeah, the, the new guy. guy. I'm who's looking for really. a game. Okay. I, I want to play a role playing oh, game. I got I used it. to play. I used to play D and D, or I used to play yeah. Traveler, no, no, no. or I used to play something else. And now I'm a high school monster and. There's a fuck skill. What the yeah. fuck is this shit? Oh, I also, he mentions inactivity early on in the email. I don't think it's all yeah. Monster Hearts. I think this is a yeah. new I don't, game yeah. playing. I don't know. So I, the email makes that unclear. So one of the things the ghoul has is that you get like a bonus. Think you mark experience, which is huge in that game. Oh, if absolutely. you help somebody without them knowing it. Uh huh. And that is something that allows somebody who is withdrawn. You, you allow them to have opportunities to do that. It's like, yeah, I fucking hate high school. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to do anything. Okay, well, I'm watching this person. Oh, well, I can do, I can do this. And if you decide not to, it's like, okay, you decide not to. Because one of the things of, in Apocalypse World is you need to be a fan of your player characters. Mm-hmm. Sure. And make their lives yep. not boring. Right. That's all you have to do. Yep. You don't have to punish them for not doing Well, that anything. should be every role-playing game. Right, yeah. right. I mean, <clears throat> if you... First edition Apocalypse World GM se- like section should be required reading for every single GM. Oh, uh-huh. totally. Period. Yeah. Of just like the basic principles. Yep. Of yeah, um, make the world seem real. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. make their be lives a fan not. Of your players. Yeah. Uh, their dis- the decisions they make have consequences. Yeah. Like they're real. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep, and yep. so, and it's like you say what your prep demands, what the yep. rules demand, what honesty demands, like all yep. of these things. But, like, for this specific situation, the ghoul is drawn by things. So it's like, uh, plunder and chaos. Yeah, sure. You're going to fuck things up in high school. I'm going to start, you fucking hated high school. So I'm going to give you a chance to fuck with everything. And you get a bonus for it. Right. Right? And you start doing it. Just just start playing uh-huh. into what that person wants. It's like, what do you want from this game? It's like, I don't know. I fucking hated high school. Bam, there you go. You got your you have right. your thing. Give them opportunities to start it on fire. Yeah. Everything's mm-hmm. ablaze. Yeah. You know? Go full Judd yeah. Nelson. Yeah. Well, and I wonder if that's part of it though, is that ask those leading questions. It's like about 
the choices you have in front of you to make because otherwise the guy should be playing the ghost or something. Right, right. The ghost is another great one. Yeah. Of like where if you look at somebody or you follow somebody without them knowing you get some bullshit. Yeah. Okay. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the second sentence. Yeah. It seems like every character that my yeah. new guy plays just stands back I know. and watches. Like it's more than just mm-hmm. the system. It's more than okay. just the oh, system. Oh, then he yeah. should be playing the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the ghost is a character that yeah. is invisible yeah. in like their dark form. I mean, yeah. this is that'd be perfect for this guy. Yeah. But I think the ghoul is an opportunity to kind of lead this person into being more proactive. Right. And just sitting down Absolutely. and being like... It may be that they don't want to be proactive. It seems like they're afraid of being proactive. But especially with the side remarks, it feels like they're like kind of dipping their toe in. I'm still yeah. I'm still going to go with the same, the same, my same theory. Except this guy probably played D&D where you talk to some people and buy some stuff and then you go find a tunnel and you go in it and, and you, you kick things. down doors and right. you yeah. kill shit and take its stuff. That's probably what he's looking for, and he's not getting that ever. Well, and it kind of also sounds like the guy who's writing the letter might be treating Monster Hearts like Monster of the Week, which is another great oh, pack. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah. Of, but that's Buffy. Yeah. Right. That's as opposed, totally as opposed to this yeah. weird, oh, yeah. high school's weird. We have I'm an AP of, of, yeah. of Monster of the Week going on right yeah. now. Oh, my God, Monster of the Week is so good. Um, but it's a very different game. It is. I like Monster <coughs> Hearts more, but it is definitely like yeah. much more of a role players, real role players, opposed mm-hmm. to real men kind of game. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> oh man, partly man. Half of our our listeners don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Do you guys know that Munchkins, yeah. real men, real role players, loonies, and Munchkins? You ever heard of that? No. no. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> oh, fuck. I yes, do you are. turn 40 this year. You, are you really 40? <laughs> I, no, I turned 40 this year. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, right? Wow. I was like, I was barely I old enough to drink. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. I don't know. Monster of the Week would be way more of a. I kind of a trad approach for him. I think than Monster of the Week would be yeah. a lot easier for this yeah. person to get into. Yeah, maybe. Or you, you can play. You can play like a not powered by the apocalypse game too, and see what see if he lights up. Who knows? And, know, it, may, and it may it may very well be that this is a guy. So go ahead. No, does it say that he's played before? Yes. Other than it does. It do, it, but what? Other it than seems like every character plays, my new guy plays right. just stands mm-hmm. back and watches. So right, but that's with game. him. Yes. I, so had he played before he started playing with roommates? That I don't. Hmm. I don't know. Because that would make sense. The fact yeah. that that's what I'm like, getting. It sounds yeah. like he's being a brand star- new role player. I don't think so. That's what that's I'm, what I'm getting. getting. He's being Me snarky. Too. Yeah, right, but, but he's oh. being snarky because he's it's uh, he's uncomfortable. Exactly. I think yeah. he's uncomfortable. But is he uncomfortable because he's used to a, a specific type of 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 experience, I don't and know now if he's getting that. high school? I don't get that. Or is it because? Me too. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's I get, like, I guess he's like uncomfortable with improv. That's mm-hmm. what I get. I feel like that kid. It's been my experience that brand new role players are not like this. They are more like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And it's like, okay, mm. that person just came up with a whole bunch of amazing stuff they want to do. Depends, that the though. rules don't cover. How am I going to figure that, this that out? That is not my last yeah. experience with a brand new role player. Like, first time ever role playing with Apocalypse World is they were really didn't know what to do and very uncomfortable yeah. and just kind of hanging out with people yeah. and, it depends and on then the group. Yeah. ended up yeah. becoming like this main part of the story and up becoming this foil that caused another character and her to 
split the group right. and and create all this drama and all this badass stuff. And like this new player turned out to be like the almost like not main character but driving character of the real plot. Aside from all the like apocalypse bullshit they were doing, like the real plot of the characters interacting together was right. really driven by the new character. You just mm-hmm. I just gave her. 12 sessions, 20 sessions, however many fucking right. sessions she well, needed. We have different experiences. But, right. But it, it has, it, 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 I've seen, generally speaking, most of the, the brand new players that I've had end up coming up with stuff that strains the rules. Fair enough. I haven't, I haven't seen, there are quiet people who are going to be quiet who are going to be in right. the background. But if you're you know, taking shyness aside and things like that, I haven't seen people act like this. This this to me sounds like someone who is expecting one thing and getting something else. See, I, I don't get oh, that oh like someone who plays either. Skyrim and is used to people making you an errand boy and giving you a specific thing to do. Could be. I think because I, I, Joey, do, I get brand yeah. new player. I get someone because I agree that because most games I play with new people. They yeah. are very much like I can do that. Like what what do I do? Like you can do anything. You kind of lead them, and they eventually they'll do things to yep. push the t- limits. Right. But my group is really good, especially if it's a friend of ours who's talked about you know gaming before and they want to try it out. We're very accepting. We're very you know there for them. This sounds like it is an established group who's been playing for yep. years, and now even though you're roommates with the guy, you're still the new guy. It's so you're finding yeah. your place. You're finding if you're not an experienced role player and can't hang, like that can be very very daunting. Well, and you might be kind of like that's true. That's true. And I think mean, about how you, especially if you got an established group that have been playing for a very not, long time. They're not, they're not because they're not being unwelcoming. They're just not being forthcoming. Well, and the role and players. He's got yeah, proximity. Exactly. So is he playing because he's the roommate and he's like, sure, I'll play. Versus it somebody could be like who's, the reluctant girlfriend. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. This guy also exactly. could be having fun yeah. hanging out with yeah. a bunch of role Absolutely. players Absolutely. and laughing his ass off. Absolutely. Because like my group are. Fucking badasses! Like I love them, and I can I can just let them go. Like I don't need to give them story hooks because they're just gonna do right. shit. Yeah. And so I got a new person like this one here, who's just kind yeah. of like I don't know what to do, still having fun. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yep. this person, he's still like, having fun. It also could be a table dynamic yep. thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got if you got people like like real like story wrench throwers like Stork. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously. Oh man, I miss playing with Stork so much. If you get a, if you get a, if you have a table and you have two or three of those guys, there's not enough oxygen for a quiet pra- player to Absolutely. breathe. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh man, <laughs> playing with with Stork and Claire and me. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. Did Kimmy ever get to say anything? No. <laughs> no, she did not. She's got. She's she's gotten better. I I believe you. And during the vampire game, at one point, she was a prince. Nice. Yes, for, for a Fuck while. Fuck yeah. And then her character was killed. Well, we've... So, so proud. <laughs> Little babies all grown up. Uh. Yeah. We've talked about this before, though. Some people, that's all they want out of the game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. People yeah. want so different things. So he might be okay. Yeah. So unless Maybe he's just killed just, just check in. Ask check him. in with him. Yeah. You live with him. Just pull him aside. Hey. Yeah. Everything good? Like, is your character... Like, I'm kind of getting a feeling that maybe... Your character's being neglected. I don't want you know. Is there yeah. anything you're missing from mm-hmm. the game? Well, if he's anyway? been if he's been throwing on plot complications yeah. on well, top of Well, I know, them, but you still might want to come at it instead. I would suggest stop doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Don't and, pun- and and definitely don't just punish him. Period. No, no, but unless I, he's into that. 
I mean, this guy, this guy kind of reminds me of like the guy who's standing at the back of the room of the orgy, and it was like, "You doing okay?" It's like, "I'm doing fine." This is totally <laughs> what I'm doing. I got this. This is rad. Do you want to be in there? Nope. That is so okay. vivid and accurate. I can't. <laughs> no, but that's that's exactly it. Exactly that is exactly it. Yeah. it. Yeah. I would totally yeah. dive in, but I don't want to take off my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're too uncomfortable. And they're okay with you being where you are. Right. right. They're just, so just hanging out. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. to be in the room. I don't. And and However, once in a while, I might get somebody some water. Yeah. Right. However, That's okay. That's all I need to do. Uh, the orgy team mom. Yeah. With water and orange slices. You gotta have one. Right. No, but you might, you might want to show him what he's missing and kind of. No. Well, he knows what he's missing. In. He's there. He's watching no. it. Right. If you if you propose something in character that's like. You could do this, or you could do this. What's your, you know, and this it's, is your impulse. It still sounds like it. Yeah. Of like, the ghoul is driven by the supernatural yep. desire for it. It's like, you feel yeah. like you want to do yeah. this. Like, no, I don't. Well, okay, yep. you have to resist it. No, I don't want to roll that because I wouldn't want that. So it yeah. sounds like just shutting down, mm-hmm. getting onto the bed. Yeah. Right. So it's like uh, I don't want to take my shirt off. Right. And if he doesn't want to take his shirt off, I I I think this metaphor is perfect. It really is. <laughs> it really like, is. I'm like this bad at it because I didn't come up with the first. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Yeah. All right. So there I you would, go. So they go down in Pittsburgh. Yeah. There you go, down in Pittsburgh. You you have an orgy and you have somebody watching and everybody's cool with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let him keep his shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Let it him just, keep his shirt on. It might be the wrong playbook. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. might be the wrong playbook. Yeah, but might. that's okay. But you can always he, transfer the person fun. to a ghost. Yeah. Is, there, is there a fat yeah. kid playbook? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. No, because I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Oh wait, Stu's the only one with cans. Damn it! How fun, <laughs> How fun is it to play the mortal, though? Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. He, he might actually like that. Oh no, then he's you... totally the outsider. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the, but the oh mortal is also mortal. like like the damsel in distress. Yeah. Okay. So well, you're, you forgive you're the your bait. abusive boyfriend for being a monster. Right. And, right. Oh my god. I love oh the man, world. that's too fucking real. It's, I know. I love <laughs> it's it. Too fucking real. You know, I, I love play it. This game because I'm all. <gasps> it's so I've good. Never You've never played. I've never played. Okay. Oh We're my gonna god. do this. We're gonna do this. Oh well. Uh, uh, what's his name? Adam? Is it Adam? The guy that runs the the yeah. The guy that runs the Monster of the Week game. Yeah. Is it Adam? Mm-hmm. He wants he wants to run one, and there was there's there's a lot of interest in running a Monster Hearts game. Well, and Ooh, I you I, I heard okay. through the grapevine while I was gone that we're cool with the kicking off the, the Saturdays. Other... Not this right. obviously not, not this, this weekend, month. And not n- next yeah. weekend after but like that February. Get with Kimmy because she's got something she wants to do once a month. But yeah. a- other than that, and it looks like Saturdays third, so I might Sweet. try to grab second fourth <coughs> and do like sprawl and Monster Hearts. And That'd be cool. There's a lot of interest and amongst our pool yeah. of people. To no, do that Monster. would be awesome. I'll play Monster Hearts. Yeah, yes, please. You, I will totally you play have Monster Hearts. To be in Monster Hearts. Oh, by oh, the way, absolutely. Yeah. Like two dozen people have said hi, Tappy. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, it's been a long time since those days. Yes, it has. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's it. We're at an hour. What? I can't believe we had a Tappy show with only. And it's only an hour and a half long. Oh, well, I can totally talk more. I was intentionally <laughs> keeping it down. <laughs> We gotta get. We totally got two we more hours. We in didn't me. do the. What did you play last week? Damn. Oh. Did you play? 
Uh, well, actually, I, I didn't play. I was working on. Okay, so I'm working on my new Apocalypse World. I'm working on two Apocalypse. Worlds. Are you doing an Apocalypse Are you Hack too? I'm, I love Apocalypse World because mm-hmm. Apocalypse World Hack is play to see what happens. Right. Uh-huh. That's what I love. Sure. You know this. Yeah. Um, and so there's two of them that I'm working on. One is just Necromunda. Just mm-hmm. super easy. Just use right? Apocalypse yeah. in a bullshit 40k world. Right. Like you didn't even need to change anything. 40k is ridiculous. But the, the setting is ridiculous. Yeah, the setting's just fucking crazy. Yeah. But the one that I'm re- I really want to do is Apocalypse World, but it's f- like five or six hundred years after the apocalypse in like a Dark Ages. <coughs> oh, cool. But the apocalypse oh. was a Shadowrun-type world. So it was like uh-huh. cybernetics, elves, dwarves, shit like that. Yeah. So now, and, and also magic and, and other bullshit. So now you're... 600, 700, you don't know how many years later. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the, the spirits <coughs> and totems have created bodies for themselves out of the bones of the old world. So you have a bear that is made of, like, rusted bullshit. Have you ever seen and uh, Ironetta? No. Okay. That's not this, but it's... Um, and, uh, but you also have, like, you have regular animals, and then uh-huh. you have these herds of mechanical wolves. Yeah. Shit like that. Yep, yep, yep. And so, like the chopper, instead of riding motorcycles, they ride wolves. Awesome. And the driver, uh-huh. instead of riding a car, is riding a totem, which could be a bear with two heads and four arms with the fucking like missile launcher on its back. Cool. Because it's all magic. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and but it's still that same type of feel of trying to <laughs> eke a living out of what's up. <laughs> Hive mind says, "Oh no, Tappy! That's Numenera! No, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that! Because it's um, but I hear it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's trying to to <laughs> yeah. to eke a living out of this world that fucking hates you. Like right. these the, uh-huh. the spirits that are that have these mechanical bodies, as well as the mutated fucking animals that exist. Right. That want you dead. They don't want to be have anything to do with you. Um, and so." But it's not, instead of desert everywhere, it's like forest and jungle and bullshit. Um, I also want to have, like, mechanical giant ground sloths. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or, or T-Rexes and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, like, that is... Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, um, so, so that's my idea. Well, wow, now like, they're going off on Numenera. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and I, it's reminding me of uh, touch points would be, like, the 100. Have you, you seen mm-hmm. the 100? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Um, and, like, Iron Etta and, yeah. But that would be cool. Cool. I will check those things out for source I know. material. Yeah. Well, the, the 100 is totally beautiful. <coughs> the, uh, WB. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Teenagers. Having already 20s, run yeah. an Apocalypse yeah. World game that... It was so it was so good. Oh my god, it was so good. I don't want to run another Mad Max game. But I want uh-huh. to run another game of bullshit in a world that hates you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and all of these these enclaves of people trying to do stuff because well I know it, right? Because you got those five things that you're trying to get. Right. So if you're like a biker gang, you know, you don't have food security. You don't have a fresh sense of water. So there are all these these places where the characters are weak that you can push on to make them do things or not really make Drive them do story. things. They want right. to do stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about this magical elf future bullshit game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, 
And then the other games that I want to run, that's the, the L5R and the... Uh, uh, the court game. The, yeah, that's the court game. Oh, yeah. that's that's awesome. the, the court game sounds, sounds great. sounds amazing. And the, yeah. uh, the Shadowrun game. Yeah. Right. So I do a lot yeah. of prep. I do a lot of world building, and I don't write story. Oh, so yeah. it takes uh-huh. me it takes me fucking like six months to a year because I'm super ADD <laughs> to uh, really to get a game together. <laughs> <laughs> you know this; they yeah. might not know this. Uh, in moment of truth news, yeah, uh, I got the I, I got the manuscript back from the editor proofreader, and I'm now typesetting it. I'm typesetting it myself. I went and got InDesign, and I've got a book, and I've been reading it. Because I used to do layout and design a long time ago mm-hmm. when I worked at McDonnell Douglas. And so I, I'm doing the, the layout myself. And it's about 70% done. I'll probably have it done in a week or so. And then if you're a Patreon subscriber, I will post the PDF once it's done. There's zero artwork because it's just the game mechanics. It's no setting whatsoever. That's awesome, though, because yeah, you've been awesome. working on that for a long time. Yeah. Four or five years. Are you wow, still- <laughs> nice. Well done. Yes. Are you still working on... Uh- I've been working on it since before they invented dice. <laughs> <laughs> Back when you were fighting off velociraptors. Right. I'm sorry, what, what were we saying? No, I, the setting books. Uh it's a toss-up, which will be the first one to come out. Okay. It's either It, it will either be Vast Dominions, which is the... The s- dirigibles in space where there's yeah space has a down. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? I fucking love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Big that. Big monkeys from outer yeah, space. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Uh, or it's going to be Blood Blade and Tusk, which is uh, before the Norman invasion, before mm-hmm. the Crusades. Orcs dig their, themselves up in the middle of France. I like and that take a over a big chunk of the Holy Roman Empire. That's fucking rad. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy was, shit. It's pretty awesome. That's awesome. So there there's there's the church and an Inquisition starting. Right. And and, and fucking yeah. motherfucking orcs. With shaman who know magic, who teach mm-hmm. it to people. Oh wow. And, so what in like around like eleven hundred? Ten hundred? So you have heavy cavalry, but not really heavy cavalry that we think of. No. Like they've got like chain mail and shit. Right, no, plate mail. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Right, and and a and a very powerful church mm-hmm. that has basically declared all of these inhuman things to be demons yeah. right. from the infernal regions. Yeah. So, and that that I've been reading a lot about um, exterminatus traitoris. Exterminatus traitoris. No. No, that's what no Warhammer. No, no Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been reading a lot about the church in the mm, whatever era of the Middle Ages that is. Yeah, no, that was fascinating because mm-hmm. you and I talked about that a bunch yeah. of times, like just doing research. There, I, 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 I found a fantastic was, book oh. specifically about like this two hundred year period and what the church was like during it because that's heavily influences the game. No, that's so, awesome. Anyway, what was it? Um, there's a game Darklands that's about that. That's uh, it's a PC game from like 1995. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's super awesome. fun. Cool. You can get it for like a buck ninety. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> excellent. I did not know this game. On so, goodoldgames.com. I'm gonna guess. Before I'm gonna give myself some pad before the end of February, 
the Patreon subscribers will have Moment of Truth in their hands. Uh, I don't know if, I, if I'm going to add artwork later or not. I don't know. if. Do, what do you think? Do I need to add artwork? Because it, it's just game I don't. There's I, zero set. Okay, so I have a lot of PDFs. Like metric fuck ton sure. of PDFs. And I don't care about artwork. Mm-mm. I really don't need it. In a book, I think mm-hmm. an artwork is nice. I think artwork is nice. And, and a physical and book. Having, yeah. having like maybe a section of art. Like I have a good friend who does art for... Um, uh, cards and shit like that, um, and and that's great to to visualize the characters and the setting, right. etc. But I would almost just there's think, very little yeah. in apocalypse world, and I can yeah. do just fine. Oh, or if you almost had, none. I yeah. mean, there's a little bit in the beginning of the playbooks, yeah, and it's all and, and it's all it. black and super contrasty black and white. Uh-huh. Right, it's all like so like yep. ink drawings. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I don't I don't really think you need it. No, I could. I could Not see that art, art is bad. for uh, chapter <laughs> like chapters. Oh yeah, like headings. I was, I, I Just have so a, that you can kind the way of way I have it laid out. There's a big, there's a bunch of white space mm-hmm. over uh, every chapter start yeah. page, so I could put like a splash image yep. there. But yep. then I have to go out and find those. And yeah. I mean, I, I didn't Kickstarter this. <laughs> and I'm giving it away. You could. Though. And I just went and no. paid an editor. That's fucking rad. That's yeah. fucking rad. You no, know, you yeah. could, but yeah. you didn't because no, you're I a didn't. badass. Well, I, I I was able to afford the 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 editor. Right. So yeah. Well, it's it's your hobby. It's something you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's good to give back to your community. Yes. Well, my, my yeah. and where where I'm going to hit them. <laughs> there it is. Is with the setting books. <laughs> God damn it, Stu! God damn it! I gave you, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. The first taste I gave is you, uh, oh, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. You haven't gone a long time, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. I love you, Stu. But the other thing I've, is, I have truly missed out. <laughs> it is yeah, good to see. The you. other thing is, if anyone wants to make a setting yeah. for it, they can just make a setting for it and publish it and sell it and do whatever they want with it. I don't right. care. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I am going to put it. it it's going to be free eventually, and I'm going to put it on a, as a pay what you want thing on drive through. So, <clears throat> I just I, I want to have artwork for the cover, and I don't oh, want, know what artwork I want to use. Mm-hmm. Yet. I have uh, artwork that someone did for me, but I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I don't know if I want that now. It, well, and in you, the game when, when earlier it was, huh? You yeah. know artists. Yes. You got a lot of artist friends. Yeah. I have yeah. Some. You yeah. should totally make them work for free. <laughs> yeah. Exploit. I them. could offer them food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can like, you can trade them exposure. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard that's a currency that artists of love. It. Yes, they do. So, oh, in yeah. fact, so do musicians. Oh, no. that yeah. And free oh, yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Musicians love exposure. You can go to the store and give them your exposure tickets. Right, and it's like give Bitcoin. Food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to make my own fiat currency called exposure. <laughs> <laughs> I got a printer. <laughs> All right. That Let's call it. Uh, okay. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us for season 21, episode 1 of Happy Tech Service Podcast. My name is Stu. This is Tappy. This is Gina. This is Joey. And thank you very much for joining us and the triumphant return of Tappy. And he'll be back on again. Yeah, I, sure. All right, excellent. Fuck yeah. And don't forget, we got a game convention coming up February 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th, LA Chilton Hotel. Join us there. And we'll see you next Friday. Uh, this Saturday, we're starting Vampire the Dark Ages game. Sunday. Sunday. And then uh, there's other games during the week. And then the next Sunday, we're starting the L5R um, FFG yeah. thing. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Thank you very much, and we'll leave with a song. Fair maid, you tend in your flock. What brings you so early unto this green spot? My father's in the field and he's waiting for me. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly and me. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly and me. My father's a shepherd herding sheep on the hill. If you get his sanction, I'll be at your will. And if he does grant it, then right glad I'll be. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly and me. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly and me. Good morning to your old man, you're counting your flock. Could you spare me a ewe lamb for to keep up my stock? And grass for to feed her on yonder green lee. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly and me. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly and me. Gang down to yon burn side and choose your ain lamb. You can get it as easy as any man can. And grass for to feed her on yonder green lee. Call the owls to the nouns, Molly. the hand and right for her father this couple did stand saying this is the ewe lamb that I asked from thee call the owls to the nows Molly and me call the owls to the nows Molly and me oh Tommy oh Tommy it's me you beguiled I sure did not think that you meant my own child and since I have said it well then let it be Call the owls to the nouns Molly and me Call the owls to the nouns Molly and me Call the owls to the nouns Molly and me The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire Bum, 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 bum why problem make when you no problem have you don't want to make? <laughs>